Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. Oh my goodness, in this episode, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today? We're talking about the problem with assumptions because there's a lot of problems with assumptions. Oh my goodness. But before we get into that, I do want to let you know Or maybe I want to ask you, have you become a Simply Happy member yet? Because if you haven't, you should get on it, especially for my peeps out there that I know have been listening for like over a year, for sure. (laughs) Call you out. No, I'm kidding. Um, But basically, you can become a Simply Happy member. And all it is, is five bucks a month to support the show, which goes to me and my awesome awesome assistant, Jess, because we're pumping out these episodes each and every week um, with, of course, you know, guest episodes every month. So you basically just, you you help support us uh, make this happen, this amazing free resource um, available for everyone. So we would much appreciate your support through becoming a Simply Happy member, which you can do by going to www.simplyolly.com slash podcast. But also know that when you do that, I'm going to give you a couple couple bonus goodies. Yeah, I got stuff, exclusive stuff waiting in there for you. So go check it out, see if it's something you want to do, and we would love to have you support the show. Also, P.S., I will shout you out on the show. That's right. I'm going to give you like a thank you, (laughs) just like that. Um, Also, one of those, because I do that occasionally on the show. All right, I'm done talking about it, but... (laughs) But I would love to have you support the show. Um, so thank you ahead of time if you go and do that. All right, let's talk about the problem with assumptions because honestly, this has like been it. it, it <sighs> I don't even know where to start. Basically, my kind of go-to phrase a lot of the time, and you may have heard me say it on this podcast before, but it is that assumptions ruin everything because holy moly. They are, they're beasts. They're little, little tiny beasties um, that we don't realize are as like dangerous as they are. So I just want to, oh, let's go to, let's go to Ollie school, shall we? Let's go to Ollie school (laughs) and talk about some definitions because the first thing I want to talk about is assumption versus speculation. Okay. I didn't, I I mean, for the longest time, I was like, I didn't know there was a difference. There is. Let's talk about it. Um, And maybe you're like, wow, Olivia, that's a problem. (laughs) And if it is, uh, deal with it. (laughs) So basically, I looked up the definition for both of these words because I love looking up definitions, even though sometimes I might challenge those definitions. I'm not doing it in this case. But an assumption is basically a thing that is accepted as true or certain to happen without proof. Okay, and then a speculation is the forming of a theory or opinion. Oh, I just smacked my microphone without firm evidence. (laughs) Okay, so the reason I wanted to bring these up is because (sighs) I want to give this this great example of an assumption because it's something that happened in my life. And I think it's just a good, good, like starting ground. So 
there was a time back in back in the day when my 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 hubs and I first got together. This was before we were married and everything. And he basically was like supposed to come home and bring home dinner or something like that. And I was like, where the heck is he? Because it was starting to get like later. And I was like, the the F, like I'm hungry. Now this was before I had like beaten the bad. So also perspective, keep that in mind, little context. Um, but I was just like, what in the world? Like he said he was going to be home. He texted me. He let me know. He's not responding to my texts. What in the world? Like we're supposed to eat dinner. I'm getting freaking hungry. What's his deal? Why is he like all of a sudden silent? And like, I was literally getting mad. I was getting mad at this man based off of assumptions. I was like, how are you going to just like not talk to me, not show up and just like whatever. So I was just assuming that he was just like, I don't know. He was just ignoring me. I didn't know why, but I was just like, he's ignoring me. He's not answering. He's just doing his own thing. He's more concerned with himself. Gosh, it's totally gross when I think about it now. Um, Not to like shame anyone for doing this, but like I can, I can be grossed at my, like my former self. It's fine. I still love it but I can be grossed out by it. <laughs> anyway, um, finally, so I'm just fuming the whole time. I'm just angry. Like, that just, that's not a great space to be in. And then he comes home with, like, dinner and freaking flowers. And he he walks in, and the first thing that he, like, comes out of his mouth is like, I'm so sorry it took me so long. A student really needed my help. He was a teacher at the time. He was like, a student really needed my help. And so I just, I stuck around a little longer so that I could help him through this. And he was like, I'm so sorry that dinner's late, um, but I have it. And like, here's some flowers too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The amount of torment we can put ourselves through and the amount of like blame and shame and frustration and just the level of emotion we can reach just from assumptions by going like, I have no proof, but because this is what I'm thinking means it must be true, right? Or like, this is what's happening. And I'm going to take it so much as fact that I'm going to let it influence how I think, how I feel, how I behave, all the things. That's no, we don't want that. That's no fun for anyone, right? So, you know, what? what's the alternative? What do we do instead of that? Like, that's just one example of of many, and I'm going to, honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, I'm going to get real here in a second because, and I don't, like, I don't, I'm not going to, oh, I'm about to go here now, apparently. Clearly, in the social climate and everything that we're in, I don't want to sit here and, like, try to just, you guys know I'm not, like, you know I'm not sh- about sugarcoating on this podcast and about not being real. I'm always real with you guys. I'm real with where I'm at. I'm real with how I feel. All the things and I want to continue to be that way. And if that offends someone or if it makes someone uncomfortable, I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't care in the sense of like, I'm not going to like write you off and be like, well, you can just go along if yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm just, you know, I'm going to show up in a way that feels authentic to me. And if you want to hear that, great. And if you're like, Ugh, then like, you're, you're free to do whatever you wish. Um, but I'm always going to relate whatever I talk to back to these points that really tie into our mental health, that really tie into um, how we help ourselves, how we help each other, all that good stuff, because I'm not just going to sit here and rant. But the the reason that really the, the like this assumptions is something I've, I've talked about literally for years. I talk about it in my program, Beat the Bad, like it's, it's something it's always been a point, but it's something that like 
hmm, I'm just gonna flat out say it. Like, it's basically something that like just irritates. <sighs> it irritates me to no end because I feel like this is, of course, where we have biases and racism and um, stereotypes and all of those things. They all kind of f- f- bred from this assumption, right? And it might be assumption that we've been taught. And so we think it's truth, right? We think we have proof. But what, what gets me to is like making assumptions about like men or women, or people of color, or lesbians, or whatever it is, right? Like making assumptions about like, like a generalized assumption is gross to me because everyone's so different. We're all so diverse. So that's another problem with assumptions. (laughs) It's like, it's like we're adapting maybe one experience to like a whole lot of people. And that's not right. That's not right. Um, even if it's something that you've had maybe like a couple experiences of proof, it's not necessarily proof for everything. So anyway, that's where this is like hitting home for me. Just, just, and especially, I'm just going to go here for a second, my friend, because I think it's good to be informed. I think it's also good to know how to handle, like navigate your emotions through all of that information. It's like what I teach and it's, I know when I was dealing with the bad, I, I had a hard time caring about other things or being able to, uh, not even just caring, but being able to like, ah, this episode is becoming something totally different, but being able to, um, what is the word I'm looking for here? Integrate, um, receive information. I know that like, I would just shut off if I didn't think I could process it. If it, if it felt like it was going to be too hard to process, I would just close. That was a weird noise, (laughs) but I would just, I would just close it off. So, you know, I bring this stuff up because I want to help you guys kind of break out of that, get out of your comfort zone, if that's something you need to do. But with the recent, um, you know, shooting of, of Jacob Blake, I'm just like, it, I, I look at police officers and how and how maybe they're trained. And this is something I'm, I want to further educate myself on. But I think there's a lot of problem with uh, assumption. And um, we make a lot of assumptions as well right? Over other people's emotions, other people's behaviors, based off what we think is fact or is proof. And the reason I go here is because we all are so different. Again, we all emote differently. What what might look like, um, you know, traits of a quote-unquote liar to one person is, is it, it just could be traits of anxiety, Right? So it's not like flat across the board. When I was depressed, I would be angry. It didn't always look like what we've depicted certain emotions look like. Like like one screaming face isn't just anger, you know? It could also be like celebration or <laughs> it can be so many things. And so, you know, there's there are so many problems with assumptions and thinking that we know other people based off of just little key things we've been taught to think that we can read when in reality, you know, what would be the best way to go about it, right? Communicate, listen. That's, that's how we get around those assumptions, right? We can speculate and that's, so we'll go into that for a sec. We can speculate, which is to form a theory or an opinion if we don't have that firm evidence, right? But I think 
<sighs> feel free to like open up a conversation with me on this as well. I want you, I want you to know I'm not just going to like sit here and preach, but like, you know, if you want to DM me at the real simply alley, please do. Like I love, I love having conversations about these things, but, um, you know, I feel like, um, police officers are definitely trained to, uh, make more assumptions, especially based on emotion, especially based on behaviors, right? Rather than speculation um, and maybe conversation. And I'm not saying everybody's that way, because again, that would be an assumption <laughs> to, to like lay that flat across the board. But um, it's just a systemic issue that I kind of see is that the the training, and, and I've read other authors that have talked about this um, as well, but just that that training and conditioning um, within police officers and even within ourselves, right, of like making assumptions about people and then taking actions based off those assumptions. That's really scary, dude. That's really scary. And just to tie this all the way back around, it's mental health, mental illness. This is kind of my problem with medication as well, is you have, um, you know, you have doctors and things, and this is just my opinion, yo, you're welcome to have your own or disagree or agree or whatever it is. But, um, you know, you have a doctor who's kind of asking a few questions and then making an assumption of what is going on inside of your head and then prescribing medication based off of that. Ooh, that doesn't sit with me well. <laughs> Just because I've been the medication guinea pig um, and it's gone to dark places. So that's... That's where I kind of have this issue with assumptions. I think speculation is a beautiful thing. It's a great thing because what it does is it evokes curiosity. Um, it allows us to use our imagination in a healthy way. And it's, um, you know, it allows us to kind of seek further. Uh, you can also like equate this to, I'm just like throwing examples at your face right now. <laughs> but I see this a lot too with people who have, um, especially health anxiety or anxiety in general, like let's be real, but, um, you know, health centered anxiety where it's just that like assumption of like, oh, this symptom must mean this thing. And then the panic and all the, you know, all of that ensues rather than being like, well, I have this symptom. Let me maybe educate for a little bit on it. And then I can come up with, you know, maybe a theory or an, or an opinion of what that might be. And then maybe I can um, seek advice from somebody else, like get some other input as well to just kind of help add to that, that theory or opinion, or maybe it uh, goes against that theory or opinion, you know, and just kind of grounding ourselves and, and not just like taking off like a freaking rocket <laughs> with an assumption. <laughs> so that's what it feels like, you know, uh, to me, speculation feels like steps. Um, assumptions feel like freaking slingshot. So that's just kind of, you know, a hiccup that I want to bring to you. Um, but, you know, we can have assumptions of others and we can also have assumptions of ourselves through other people's eyes, which I think is really fascinating and really interesting. Um, a lot of times, like the perception or the identity or the way that we see ourselves is formulated through what we think other people see us as or think of us as. Um, maybe somebody's made a comment, you know, or maybe somebody's, I don't know, like I, you know, I've been, <sighs> I've been hit with so many, <laughs> many comments and I know now not to, um, you know, assume that that's truth. <laughs> um, and to be able to be like, okay, I can separate myself. Like maybe they're making an assumption about who I am when they don't really know me. 
it might still hurt, sure, but I can process that pain. Um, and then I can, you know, come back into myself and be like, yep, yeah, no, <laughs> no. Um, and if you need, I want you to know, if you need help processing uh, any kind of hurt like that, especially based off of somebody else's opinion, go to www.simplyolly.com slash tools um, and grab my free resource, Instant Emotional Control. It's going to help you out a lot and let you get that uh, that that pain and that anger or that sadness or whatever it is out in a really healthy way. So I have that available for you as well. But, you know, we really just want to kind of bring it back home to making sure that we communicate, that we educate. And communicate is also, it's asking questions. It's also listening and being receptive to what somebody else's answer might be, even if it's something you don't like or it makes you feel uncomfortable. Here's the thing, emotions are passing. And I know that that feels like a big fat lie sometimes when you're dealing with the bad. You're like, nope, that emotion just sticks around. (laughs) Um, But I promise you, like there are, you know, emotions move through us. They get evoked and then they subside. Um, You know, that might happen in shorter time spans or longer time spans for different people, right? But they come and they go. And that's something that we can learn, like teach ourselves uh, how to like get through. Um, you know, and like I said, this is this. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Calm down, Olivia. I'm going I'm to get all worked up. But I really want you to try to like exercise that this week, the rest of your life, whatever today, whatever it may be, right? You know, look, like, where am I just making assumptions? Where am I just jumping into an assumption that like, because I have X amount of money in my bank account, it's going to mean this. Because um, this happened in my job, it's going to mean this. You know, I think like, I truly believe a lot of anxiety is bred from this. Oh my gosh, it's so it's so bad. Like it really is just kind of this this future pacing of well what I say is is true, you know? Oh, this person did this and that must mean this. And it's just fact because I created it in my brain. Well, you know, your brain is really good at imagining, but again, you can kind of step in and be like, "Okay, well if I think that's where it's going, could I go ask that person or could I go educate myself more on this?" You know, like, how can I, like, open the door instead of slamming my face into a wall with this assumption? Can I turn this assumption actually into a speculation to then be able to take steps forward that are healthier for me? So that's that's how deep I'm going right now with assumptions. <laughs> um, you know, and if this is something that, like, you think would be helpful for other people, please share it, you know, for sure. Um, but this is just one part of what I teach. Like, I'm, you know, I love giving you guys so much information. It's, it's so powerful. Um, but you know, this is just one part of I teach that in, in just one module in my program, beat the bad. So it's module eight and it's connecting with others. Um, because assumptions have a lot to do with how we connect to others, how we are able to interact with others, how we treat others, all of, all of that stuff, which massively impacts our, our mental health because we need connection, right? Like we need to be able to ca- connect with people and we want to make that uh, a really healthy way of connection. And that module is in phase three, which is all about self-ownership. Now in my program, it just got a big 
beautiful upgrade and I'm so in love with it now. I loved it before, but I'm really in love with it now. So, you know, there's nine modules and I broke it up into three phases. And so the first phase is self-love. The second is self-control and the third is self-ownership. And those are like the three selves that really build up your self-empowerment when it comes to beating bipolar anxiety and depression. That's what's up. So, you know, again, this is just a little like this is like one pinpoint in a module that I talk about. Um, and the other really cool thing I want to let you guys know about this upgrade, uh, and then I'll stop because I'm really excited about it. But um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you find it massively helpful, I want you to know that like then the program's a fantastic fit for you because the modules are almost like a podcast episode. It's like really easy to move through, really easy to listen to and to integrate. It's not like I'm not over here like I've got 73 hours of content for you. That's like we're overwhelmed enough. Okay, we don't need that in our lives. But um, what's really cool is that in each module, I have a curated list of podcast episodes that dive deeper on that topic. So what it does is it takes the show you love and then it organizes it so that you can actually help yourself even better and even quicker. Oh my gosh, that was so loud and I'm so sorry. Uh, I was like yelling into my microphone. Uh. Anyway, I'm very excited about that that program upgrade. Um, it is completely live now. There are just so many. You can go. Go learn about it. I'm not going to. I'm going to. I'm blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's what I'm going to. I'm going to turn into a blob. Um, but you can check it out at www.simplyolly.com slash btb. And I got you. I got you. I'm here for you. Um, and I hope this episode you found helpful. And it kind of gave you a new perspective on the whole idea of assumptions and how it impacts how we see other people, how we see ourselves, how we treat other people, um, and and how we, honestly, how we think and behave and love and act and all the things. So, yeah, if you found this episode helpful, please, 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 you know, give it a share. Share it with um, someone you know. Share it on social media. All the shares. And then also, if you're not already, follow me over on Instagram at the Real Simply Ollie. And if you also haven't already, <laughs> if you have, thank you. But if you haven't already, uh, <laughs> make sure you leave a review on the podcast. Like, please subscribe too if you're on iTunes. Um, but go ahead and leave a review for the show. That way. It helps more people find it. Um, and they're like, oh, I love this. I'm going to go check this out. Yeah. We uh, we better the mental health of the planet by working together. We're a team. It's not just me. It's you and me. Hello. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie. And I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar, anxiety, and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. 
It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear, and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. Seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyolly.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyOlly so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.